Greetings Possum Kingdom, it's John here and I wanted to take a moment to give a little love for our Southern Tomfoolery Network. I imagine most of you already know about all the content that the Southern Tomfoolery Network puts out, but for those of you who aren't in the know, let me tell you a little bit about all the different shows that you can fill your ears with. First up, we have Tom Talks and Southern Tomfoolery Unlimited. Both of these shows show up on the main feed, but if you were just skipping those to catch up to the main show or weren't exactly sure what they were, here's the rundown. Tom Talks and Southern Tom Foolery Unlimited are our two interview shows. Tom Talks features the cast in a casual conversation about a particular theme, book, or concept in relation to tabletop role-playing and general nerdery beyond. It's hosted by our very own Bombastic Heath with co-host support from Adam. Once a month, a new subject is explored and released to your ear holes. Check it out. Lots of great debate and deep dives. Southern Tom Foolery Unlimited, or STFU as we so lovingly call it, is our chance to sit down with voices outside the cast as we take a backseat and let them do the talking. With Zach at the helm, guests are featured from the TTRPG industry and beyond as we pick their brains about their perspectives. We've had Paizo writers, fellow podcasters, and community icons on the show thus far. This show comes out on a less regular schedule as we tend to choose our guests based on relevancy to the show. Alright, so what about the shows that aren't on the main feed, you ask? Well, I'm here to fill you in. You may have seen one episode of Hacky Sack Heroes on the feed, but we're left wondering what has happened to our plucky hero, Weldy, and his colorful group of pals. Were we not, as their adventures continue once a month. Their episodes can be found on our Patreon site, patreon.com forward slash Southern Tomfoolery, and are available to everyone even without a sub. However, if you have a sub, you get access to each installment a whole month in advance. GM'd by Emily and played with comedy and fun in mind, this fantastic second adventure is homebrewed hilarity. Okay, so now we're getting into some content that's a bit more under the radar. There are two shows here that require a little extra digging. Hideous Tom Foolery is a crossover project from members of Southern Tom Foolery and our buddy podcast Hideous Laughter. Adam is GMing Steve and Griffin from HLP and Emily, Heath, and Zach from STF through the Attack of the Swarm Adventure Path. This show is released in chunks as we finish them and have been a wild fusion of the two casts. Check our Discord to find the link. The last show I want to tell you about is a GM happy hour. This is a new project where GMs from four podcasts get together once a month on a Tuesday night to talk shop. Featuring Tyler from MinMaxed, Allard from The Dice Crisis, Griffin from Hideous Laughter, and our own GM, Adam, this live talk show rotates between each podcast Discord community, highlighting a friendship of content creators. The next episode, covering GM prep, is slated to happen this week, July 14th at 7pm Central on the MinMax Discord server. You can find links in the episode description or in our own Discord. If you can't make it for the live stream, don't worry. They will be coming to a YouTube channel soon. So, choose your flavor, because the STF Network is going to keep it coming. Once again, thank you for listening to the Apollo Protection Agency week to week. Our flagship show is in a really great place right now, and it's all thanks to you. Speaking of, here is the next installment of Southern Tom Fullery APA, Episode 75, Gala My Children.
back to signal of <laughs> What's up, y'all? How are you guys doing this evening? I was fine until that spoopy intro. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, that really yeah. scared the pants off of you. That huh? caught me. Oh no, we're gonna have we're gonna have to delay this. Yeah, yeah I need to, I need to <laughs> every second, collect yourselves. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Especially all, after all these like terrifying manicures and <laughs> <laughs> drinks we've been having. You haven't even oh, had man. a manicure yet. <laughs> Yeah, so somebody has. Somebody has, yeah. Key, yeah. Keyword, yet. Yet. Uh, how are y'all doing this evening? John, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Doing pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, you know, it's Thursday. We're playing Starfinder, so it's Woo! usually the highlight of the week. Yes. Yes, it is. What about you, Zach? How are you feeling? Uh, I, will, I will echo your sentiments, man, and say it's Thursday. It's Starfinder. It's Woo! the highlight of my week. Hell yeah. Yep. Emily, you're squealy over there. How are you doing? I'm She's super good. Squealing. I had a headache, but my ibuprofen kicked in. And it's Thursday. We're playing Starfinder. <laughs> Thank you, ibuprofen. <laughs> Thanks, ibuprofen. <laughs> Sponsor us. That's not no, brand. Wait. <laughs> what? Heath, how are you doing? I'm confused. <laughs> hey, listen, we're trying to the get the ibuprofen sponsorship. The implication with it, dude. Come on, man. ibuprofen <laughs> would sponsor a TTRPG. I know, we were so close. I'm a, I'm a BC powder man myself. Fuck your ibuprofen sponsorship. Yeah, I'm good, man. Had some some tasty burgers last night. Found a puppy I think I'm going to get. Okay, okay. Josh? I, I, I'm hesitant to ask because I never know what you're going to say, but <laughs> how are you doing this evening? Man, I'm awesome. Playing some Starfinder. And on top of that, I already beat this AP. Figured Wait. it out. What? What? So so if you remember back, and I've had it on for such a long time, and then it hasn't been on here, block out the signal screams. All I got to do is turn on my signal jammer. Jesus Christ. That's it. Holy Jesus shit. We'll see you in Devastation Arc. We're level G-G. 12 automatically. Yes. Like I'm calling it over. Auto, well, okay. auto level wow. up. Season two, y'all. We'll we see you. You know what, Josh? Taking inspiration. What sucks for Adam is he's going to have to homebrew us through everything until Devastation Arc comes out. No, we automatically hit 12. Oh, well, yeah, we have no, but Devastation Arc isn't out. It doesn't exist yet. Oh my god. Tell them to hurry up. the main show now. You turn that signal jammer off. I am not prepared for that shit. Hilarious. Get ready for 40 episodes of the weather in the south. (laughs) (laughs) The pivot you've been waiting for. We're pivoting to a weather podcast. Yep. Just like a week delayed forecast. Yep. So I'm not going to let you undo an entire season of of this, but I will give you an inspiration for it. Yay. Hell yeah. All right, let me draw one of those. Phil's going to turn it on. It's going to be like, uh, oh, Adam's shit. like, oh, the batteries are dead forever. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, like that 10 batteries jammer, on my person. Yeah, that signal jammer just fritzed and they don't sell them here. I'm sorry. So fucking crazy. <laughs> So, uh, got a Paul spiration from okay. uh, Paul or Precious Paul on our Discord from Anderson, South Carolina. His message uh, it says, "This expression comes from an old dispatcher of ours that always had your back." It says, "Fuck them and feed them fish heads." What? Oh <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh no! That sounds like some southern shit. I'll just say, <laughs> roll with it. Nah, that sounds like some fell shit. 
I mean, like, oh, like, yeah, I guess, I guess, in some, in one perspective, he's already done that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we I'm broke sorry. Emily. <laughs> Gonna have some that's, that's gonna be the name of Emily's fanfic for Fell. <laughs> Fuck oh. him and feed him fish. The <laughs> Fell Murano story. Murano story. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll change my working all right, time. All right, sure. we'll, we'll yeah. see you guys. I'm out of here. I mean, yeah, we already won. So, thanks, Paul. I think for that. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you, Paul. Maybe, maybe. No, I'm leaning into it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's get back into New Elysium. At the end of last episode, it was kind of the end of your arrival day there. And a couple of you had some weird experiences, um, but were able to kind of shake them off as just, you know, maybe your, your eyes playing tricks on you or something like that. Um, for the most part, your your arrival here, once you got in, to the resort has been quite nice, you know, with the exception of talk, everybody else that you've met here has been pretty amiable to you as a group. And, uh, I mean, you've already set up a couple meets with some of the people, people here. I know that Kuiper is planning on having dinner with the, with the travel critic, uh, uh, you know, those Shireen names are hard to say. Um, and that there's, there's, you know, Fell and Phil, they, they became like a, like buddy, buddy, fellow Phil, falafel, 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 <laughs> um, falafel. but you guys needed a rest. And so you went to bed, everybody retired to the rooms, uh, with different things. And at the end of the last episode, Kuiper did some research and I've actually given John the results of that research off air. Sorry, team, but <laughs> but John John was able to be successful in some of his research. Fell tried to do some digging into the app, but realized that maybe he was a little too tired that night, um, and got distracted by an email from his old friend Kayon Reese, who apologized for his behavior on the arrival. So, with that on your minds, you guys went to sleep. And it's the next day, and it's your first full day here at New Elysium. Everything is open. The resort is at your disposal. There are people to talk to, places to go. I'm going to turn it over to you guys. What are you going to do with your day? Because the gala is tonight at 6.30. So you have a few hours this morning. Now, Heath, correct me if I'm wrong. Mike was out pretty late last night. Yep. Yeah, so he's probably sleeping in, would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, he he had a casino night so he'll probably sleep late and then probably he'll hit the gym sometime before the gala maybe for a few minutes just get a quick pump so his muscles look big enough in his tux you know so i want you to roll a d12 a d12 mm-hmm. okay i got an 11 11 is not bad you won 500 credits oh hell yeah my uh, man is a success- successful gambler. Let me tell you the math that I did there. So whatever you got, I multiplied by 100, and then I subtracted 600. So okay. so if you had rolled a 6, you would have broken even. 5 and below, you know, it goes down, down, down. And then 
you know, seven and up, you actually win some money. So I got, I got to gamble for gambling. Yeah. 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 So meta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you came out on top. So now you've As got is 50, tradition. You have like 5,600 credits at this point to spend, uh, here. And as I said, the shops are open. I don't know if you want to wait to do some shopping until you've had some time to experience. It's really a, the balls in your court. Um, come back to me because I'm sleeping late. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all, what are y'all doing in the morning? Y'all gonna get breakfast or something? Yeah, I mean, Fell's definitely gonna get up and uh, take a shower and still feel gross after he gets out of the shower, which uh, prompts the idea that he's gonna want to go to Titan's Rest to go get a full self care because. His fingernails and his tips of his fingers are like the cleanest that they have been since he was probably a baby, like just mm. like newborn. And he now, you know, the grease that stained into the palms of his hands and under his fingernail, well, not under the fingernails anymore, but noticing that that's gone, he's like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm disgusting. So he's going to get some eats and then do that. Is anybody going to go with him for, for a little little yeah. spa action. Fell would put a ping out to the entire group. Ziva would immediately reply and be like, oh my gosh, wait, hold on. I'll, I'll be right there. Uh, okay. So Ziva is going. Anybody else going? I know Mike isn't. I'm almost certain that Orin is not joining them for that. No, not, okay. not quite. You know who's okay. not joining it's- us for it? Zeno. Oh, what? Yes. Did you that's Damn. <laughs> I was literally just going to say, is Kuiper in your ping? That's good timing for it right there. Very proud of you. Yeah, that's good. I'll tell you what Oren will do, though. Um, so Oren wakes up to a, a, a message on his uh, Keys of Elysium app reminding him of the uh, best practices and policies at the resort. Because up till this point, Oren has been walking around the resort in his full kit, just <laughs> armored up, so, so, a gun on the back. And uh, he gets this this message that he wakes up to talking about, you know, uh, not, not really in trying to intimidate other guests with your appearance or whatever. So, much to his dismay, he decides not to dress up today and will um, instead go for a, uh, a, a set of robes, a set of Hebraic robes that he had imported from the Observatory on Verses, very traditional Hebraic robes, black with silver star chart patterns on them. And um, he'll put those on and grab his Lulamore uh, paperback western and just head to the Azure Sky and... And just read for most of the day. He's a little anxious about the uh, gala later and what Ziva has in store. Might ex- might I suggest going to um, Contemplation over Azure Sky, where there'll be better lighting for your reading, uh, as, as Azure Sky is, is intended to be very dark, like it's the night. Now, I don't know if you're wanting to read by Starlight, if that's like part of your, your thing with, with Eber or whatever. I just wanted to throw out that Contemplation is like, specifically a lounge for quiet contemplation and and there's like coffee it's like think of it as a coffee shop with very mm-hmm. like chill mm-hmm. vibes you know I, I i respect your suggestion 
But I, I think Oren's found his one spot that he likes, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a man of habit, and he's just going to go back to that. He he knows he likes that room, so. Okay. I mean, that's, you're that's reading off of a data reading, pad, Louis. right? That's very you just turn the brightness up book. on your data pad, you're good to go. I mean, he has. Yeah, exactly. He literally has a light on demand. True. True. Over but his shoulder if he wants point. it. But, but, like, maybe the other people in the Zero Sky would be like, put, put it out. Oh. We can't see these cars. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I mean, but either way, I think you can. It. I think you, your moat is not bright enough to be disruptive, and you could at least use that as like a little like reading lamp mm-hmm. if you're not using a data pad already to read. You know, but no, he's got know, a paperback. He's yeah, got you're a reading paperback like you're reading Fahrenheit four fifty one. You know, like specifically, ironically, as reading it as paper. You know, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. You know what? I'll even. I will even give you an inspiration for that. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, let's see what it is. Oh, this one's my man, Nusheo. Inspiration. Oh, all right. All right. This is like the first one. Of, this is the first Shayo inspiration that I've gotten. Nice. It's, it's said inspiration, but I like Shayo inspiration mm-hmm. more. So okay. that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna go with. Okay. Anyway, all right. He says, before I stumbled upon your podcast, I didn't really have anyone to share my nerdiness with. Then I joined your Discord server and was pleasantly surprised to have Adam personally extend a warm welcome to me. Suddenly, I found an entire community of nerds who matched, and in the case of Bear, exceeded my level of nerdiness. <laughs> Y'all never fail to make me laugh, and I'm always at the edge of my seat when things get intense. Here's to another 50 more episodes. Cheers to you, my friend. So, yeah, you have no idea you. how much all of us needed to hear that tonight, uh, specifically. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Seriously. Yeah, you take an Absolutely. inspiration. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm legit getting a little bit missed. I'm like, 100% not going to cry. Emily's tear, tearing Shut up. up. Like, I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's super fun. Look what you did, Shayo. You made Emily cry. I'm fine. It has water in my eyes. It's allergies. It's allergies. Summer season. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, <laughs> with that, we're going to cut over to Felon Ziva at the Titan's Rest. And so the Titan's Rest is, let me give you a little description here. Um, this is where you can receive wellness services such as personal grooming, massages, aromatherapy, body wraps, and mud packs. It also, whole wax, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it also contains New Elysium's medical facilities, which offer everything from first aid to augmentation. If you want augmentation, you will need to schedule an appointment. Do you guys see yourselves now? Yes. On yes. the map in Titan's Rest. Okay, so it's a really nice, you know, facility. Um, what are you guys wanting specifically to get done here? Well, when Fel walks in and realizes that they do augmentations as well, he's going to want to look or, I guess, talk to the person working there. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. And ask, like, so, uh, what, 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 what can you guys do here? Like, what, what type of augmentations? Okay, so another... NPC. Uh, so you see a physician who's wearing like a white coat with like blue trim, uh, like a light colored lab coat over business attire and wears these neutral shades, kind of like those transitional lenses 
you know how they're always kind of a little dark <laughs> and she wears her dark hair pinned back and here is your handout <laughs> for her and she says my name is Dr. Sidroni Lumin, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to Titan's Rest. I hope that you find our facilities to be most luxurious. Please tell me how I can make your day brighter, more relaxed, and soothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, what? You guys got like a, a menu or something for, for augmentations? Uh, I mean, I know, I guess uh, it's appointment only, right? Uh, indeed it is. This is highly sophisticated surgery. So we do require, you, you must understand, a heads up before we prepare for this surgery. However, my, uh, my partner, Dr. Avron, is one of the best in the augmentation business, and she would be most pleased to supply any augmentation that you would like. Now, what I will say, out of character, is that they don't supply, like, strictly, like, offensive augmentations, right? Okay. Like, these are, these are, like, body enhancements. Mm -hmm. So if it's like a combat specific one, it's not available here. But like gotcha. speed speed boosters, you know, those okay. those types of things are available. And she says, "Would you like to schedule an appointment?" Yeah, uh, give me a little bit of time to uh, to kind of look through what you got, and then yeah, I'll, I'll absolutely do it. I, I can do it through this app, right? Absolutely, that is the point of the app. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> and you, <laughs> Madam. Oh, she seems like a bucket of fun. Oh, my. Uh, Ziva would actually, like, she's kind of like, as they have been talking, she's been going through the app. Um, and she says, uh, yes, actually, I know what I would like to go ahead and schedule. Um, uh, I know that we have to got it tonight. Is there... A time that would be best for you. There's actually uh, two uh, different augmentations that I am interested in. Yeah, two, huh? Well, um, you know what they say: go big or go home. And we are on vacation. She pulls up her data pad and and kind of looks through. And she says, "Yes, well, you are among the first to request such an appointment. I only have one booking with <laughs> with." One of the buzz blades, I shouldn't say. <laughs> but I'm so I'm so starstruck by them. Aren't they wonderful? Oh, they are absolutely wonderful. One of our members, uh, the, he is a huge fan. I, I myself am, of course, uh, very interested. And um, well, I just I just must know. And she would kind of like lean in and um, like, who, who is it? What are they getting? Roll a diplomacy. Yay! good at that okay so that didn't roll great <laughs> um so that's gonna be a an 11 on the die plus 20 all right so 31 um yes she says she kind of looks around she leans in let me just say that there's one among the team that is not ready to retire just yet <laughs> 
Oh, and and Ziva would make the same like excited, stupid face that I just did that you guys can't say uh, see. Um, but uh, she was like, "Oh, that is wonderful news to hear." I, it made me so sad when I heard that they were, you know, considering retirement. Um, but that is wonderful. Um, I hope that the augmentation yes, yes, yes. will Shh, be helpful. Yes, of course, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Uh, but I can. The point is, is that I can schedule you pretty much any time tomorrow. Wonderful. Yes, absolutely. And do I need to tell you what I want now, or will we? Um, no, you, we can okay. we can save that for okay. when we get to it. Um, Fell, you also mentioned. Do you want, would you like to schedule at the same time? Yeah, I was actually going to say. Yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and schedule me too. I'll, I'm sure I'll pick something by then. You guys are old augmentation pals. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Except, uh, you know, she was talking about how uh, delicate this procedure is, and I can't help but think back to the spider pirates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how yeah, not like, delicate it wasn't was. quite so delicate then, was no. it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Other side of the coin or the, the knife, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, she says, well, that is all. Well, is, can I interest you in any of our amenities today? Yeah, actually, I was uh, at the, the bar the other, uh, last night in... They did this thing with this little bot with my fingers, and uh, well, now everything else feels dirty. Uh, yes. So you would like a like a full personal grooming package, yes? Uh, yeah, if that's what you call it. Sure. It's just like my fingers are clean, and I'm not. Yeah. Uh, she says, Sarah, Sarah, please, please come and take care of this fine gentleman, and he's looking for. A sleeker appearance, yes? Uh, sure. I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm really looking for. It's just like... Well, a handsome you just have Berthani like, such as yourself should definitely look as smooth as you are. And Fell's face uh, unwillingly kind of flushes red a little bit. <laughs> uh, and for you, Madam Ziva? Um, I would like the full package, as it were. Uh, if you've got it, I want it. But I, of course, need to at least have, uh, oh goodness, four hours before the gala starts in order oh. to prepare. She kind of is like, well, what time is it? What time did y'all get up and head down there? I mean, Ziva's a fairly early riser, so. Up around eight at the very latest, seven yeah, or eight, sure. probably. Uh, um, and so then she's the doctor... Sidrani says, oh, yes, I can make that happen for you very easily. No problem. Charles, take extra care of the madam here. She is a very familiar with these types of things. You are being judged. <laughs> but seriously, take care of her. <laughs> um, and so then the two of you are kind of escorted into separate rooms. They um, They ask you to disrobe to whatever level you feel comfortable there is a uh, little bathrobe provided for you Fell gets naked yeah duh. <laughs> there it is <laughs> uh, the we had to hear we had to hear right yeah yeah so so yeah so you guys go and you get your massages and everything and, and Phil you you they do things to you that you didn't even know were a thing you know what I mean like you are definitely the most clean you've been since you were cleaned by the hospital as a baby, for sure, <laughs> for sure. And at the, at the end of it, your your sorry, leg- I just thought of it. He's a he's a good man and thorough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're laying there, right? And and you're just kind of enjoying some true tranquility, right? This is 
by, by the time they're done with you, with, with all the oils and, and the scents that they that you've breathed in and all the kind of grooming that they've done, you feel on top of the world, totally relaxed, and you're just kind of laying on a massage um, table in a room by yourself. And I, I need you to roll a, a perception check, please. All right. Both of us or just fell? Just, just fell. Okay. 25. 25. All right. You start to feel a little tingle kind of in the back of your neck, like right at the base of your skull. And that tingle starts to become a lot more pronounced. And it starts to feel like there's something crawling under your skin. And in your head, you hear a voice. Fell, it's me, Terry. I've decided that you would be better fully operational if I were to take control of your body. Terry, what the fuck are you talking about? Please, do not panic. Fell panic. Relax. You are in a state of relaxation. Let Terry take control. Roll a wisdom save. Bug. Ooh, that's a 19 on the die. Four. Okay, so that's a 23. Alright, so you uh, immediately, like when you say, Terry, what's going on? All of a sudden, like, all of that sensation goes away. And you're just, you see yourself laying on the bed and, and your your neck feels fine. You're in com- complete control of your, your function. Terry, run full diagnostics and give me a report after you're done. Fell, what diagnostics would you like run? Every single one you can. On the ship? On you? For yourself. Oh, self-diagnosis. Yes, I will do this, Fell. I don't Jammed like it. Terry I don't like it. Signal. Fell turns the signal jammer on. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> signal jammer on Terry. <laughs> um, and about this, you know, about this time, Sarah comes in and says, "Fell, are you are you done? Are you ready to to for your drink?" Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I could, uh, I could definitely use a drink after that. Okay. What would you like? Yeah, hit me with an old-fashioned. An old-fashioned? Of course. And she retreats out of the room. Kuiper, what are you doing? What's up with Kuiper? So, Kuiper woke up around mid-morning. Not, he's not a complete early riser. And after taking a shower, he gets dressed and uh, another set of dress clothes. and He decides to go down and to the wandering markets to go do some shopping. Okay. And, uh, anyway, um, yeah, as he's browsing in the wandering markets, he notices a high collar leather coat, ends at the waist with flexible lining, and sees it on display that it's nanofiber adaptable and allowing the coat to be profiled as part of his reconfigurable clothing. Nice. 
Feels like a good fit. The tag says it's suitable for a variety of weather environments. So what he got was a resilient jacket. And just a long story short, it allows me to roll a fortitude um, again if on a failed fortitude saving throw once per day. And other than that, he goes and just goes up to the uh, counter before ringing up. He um, purchases a simple ring of resistance. Okay. And that's pretty much where he's at right now. Is just that's what he's up. doing with his day before the gala. Like it's all shopping, or is there anything? Oh else? no, 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 no. Um, I suppose uh, after that, he's uh, gonna go. Um, I suppose he would go and get himself like a little uh, a spa day. Just to, he's heard about this uh, place and he wants to go and check it out okay well um, you arrive I guess right as you see Fel and Ziva leaving you know do you want mm-hmm. to acknowledge them or is there anything else that Ziva wanted to do first at the at the spa um n- not necessarily she got the full treatment she scheduled her yeah. stuff but as she if she sees Kuiper she would definitely acknowledge him if even if he doesn't acknowledge her <laughs> yeah i mean like so you kind of like walk out from from your your rooms your individual rooms into the main lobby and you see kuiper there kind of signing in so to speak mm-hmm. oh mr vargas uh, it's very good to see you how are you today uh mrs zivarajni it's good to see you too it seems like you just uh, got pampered are you feeling well very well, of course, and we must come to a friendly arrangement. You must call me Ziva, please. Yes, okay, well, that's absolutely fine. Consider it a date. What? Wait, wait, I miss. miss She's her. already got a date, motherfucker. <laughs> she said call her Ziva, dude. Call me you Ziva. Get that ass oh, call me Ziva. I thought you said <laughs> we must. Uh, okay, I miss. A friendly arrangement of like. That. Using names, yes. okay. But... I completely misheard. Okay, yes. All right, yes. Uh, <laughs> Awkward. No, nope. you thought. No, nope. you thought he was uh, forward before. Like Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. Okay. Emily was so, confused, but Ziva's on board. Misheard. Well. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, I, I apologize. It's. Uh, it's. I always come off very formal. So yes, Ziva, absolutely, and of course. You can continue calling me Kuiper. It sounds wonderful. Well, while we are making friendly terms, uh, I wonder, uh, you will, of course, be going to the gala tonight, but uh, perhaps tomorrow at some point we can get together. I would love to learn a bit more about what it is that you do uh, for the verses and um, all of the aspects of tourism that you're involved with maybe talk about having you to the pools for a bit of a, a show and tell of sorts yes so phil oh. has been pretty spaced during <laughs> their conversation but he hears verses and like picks up's like oh shit we're talking to people <laughs> <laughs> verses definitely a pickup word for for phil being from mm-hmm. verses you know mm-hmm. so. a little bit yeah that makes a sense bit. he's a Brittany. <laughs> 
And uh, for Tony are from yeah. Mercy's. <laughs> Little pop up and, uh, and and Patra are not. Pop up video. Yeah. Oh shit! Taking it back. And uh, he says, uh, "Well, of, of course, I seem to have uh, time in my schedule. Uh, I would very much like to uh, uh, go with you on discussing exactly what that is I do, and uh, I'm sure it." Uh, where would you like to go meet? Oh, there are many wonderful places to um, adventure here on this uh, particular resort. Uh, Testa Elysium comes to mind. It seems like a very... Oh, well, I happen to already have uh, someone I'm meeting over at Testa Elysium, but uh, perhaps another uh, place. And he just goes ahead and pulls up the app. And when you pull up the uh-huh. app, you see uh, uh, there's an ad that pops up. Oh, which shit. says, Do you need personal grooming brushes for your fur? Look no further than Cat Win John's <laughs> Brush Symposium. <laughs> All for your Patra needs. <laughs> we have brushes. There's it, brushes. <laughs> we have a- brushes. A- ants in your eyes, Johnson. definitely going for the Rick and Morty <laughs> kind of so thing. many ants in my eyes. There's so many brushes. We've got brushes. This is a brush that brushes. Are they for sale? I think so. Okay, so yeah, he just kind of sucks in his teeth and just kind of like out of irritation. It's just like swipes that, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, for that, I'm trying to remember what the other places are. Um, there's, there's the bistro. Absalom bistro thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably like a good lunch spot. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, light uh, yeah. kind of food. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally with it. So, uh, how about the bistro? What, what do you think about that? Yes, that would sound wonderful. After a heavy uh, night of fun at the gala, our gala, I imagine we'll want something a little light for lunch. Yes. So tomorrow, lunch at the um, bistro. Yes. Yes, so should I just be accept- expecting you, or is yeah, I will send you specifics on uh, the app. How about that? That sounds good. Excellent. Well, let me go ahead and uh, give you my friend request. Okay. <laughs> Accepts that. immediately. Yeah. Accept, accept. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what about what's Mike doing? I mean, he's got to be stirring around this point. Yeah, I think he he wakes up at like eleven or twelve, and uh, well, what time is the gala? Six thirty. Six thirty. Okay. Yeah, maybe like eleven. And at first, it, like no one's there, so he's like the John Travolta meme from Pulp Fiction. Just <laughs> what? like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, seeing that he's alone and kind of left to his own devices, I think he would um, boot up his app and uh, and be like, "Hey, hey Rocky," you know, and like give him. He wants to look through and just like see if he can find something he's interested in. And I was looking through the app that you made us, and can you tell me, there may not be like a big description of them, but I just noticed the burning glades and the ice fountains. Uh, So the burning glades is like, kind of like a sauna. Um, Hold on, I'll give you a better description here. So it's a set of sealable atmospheric chambers. It can accommodate species that have unusual atmospheric needs and want to spend time outside a required environment suit. 
A burning glades chamber can also be used as a sauna or a steam bath for species that have no need for unusual atmospheres. The ice fountains are the counterpart to the downless sunroom with a view of the stars and pools of water that can be lukewarm, filled with ice chunks, or even completely frozen over. Okay, so I think um, Mike would kind of just, uh, you know, to shake off some of the alcohol from his late night gambling excursion, go for a jog mm-hmm. around, you know, some of the facilities, kind of get more familiar with the area and sort of like jog over, check out the ice fountains, um, <clears throat> kind of locate where the gym is. Which is on know? the lower level. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, just go for a good, like, probably hour-long jog, just checking stuff out, seeing the sights, you know? Well, while you're jogging, um, you're kind of jogging on the loop, which is kind of the intended, like, walking trail, jogging tr- right. thing that kind of lap- laps around the top floor. Um, and as you're jogging, you see that somebody else has had a similar idea. As you see the young male dwarf barrel from the buzz blades also running and he kind of cut catches up to you and he says hey man there's nothing like a good run to, to work off a hangover is there <laughs> you damn straight uh, uh yeah i tied one the- on last night over at wild apples man we we were playing darts until like 3 30 in the morning or some shit like that i, I gotta keep myself with it i i'm, I'm the rookie here man oh uh, yeah nice i uh went over to the what's what's the casino called um, I think it's just called the casino, but let's see here. Hall of Splendors. Hall of Splendors, yep, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, popped over to the Hall of Splendors, couldn't stay away from the roulette table. Oh, man, shit, I wish I'd gone there with you, dude. That would have been, that sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe we can go, go there later on tonight after the gala. Yeah, and, like, Mike's trying to play it cool, but he's super excited about that. Um, he's like, yeah, that'd be great. And, I mean, if my luck stays up, I mean, I, I... Won a, you know, sizable sum last night. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe your good luck, you know, it's not. I hope you're better luck than my cousin. Oh, go on. Yeah, I went gambling (laughs) one time with my cousin. His name's Tex. We didn't do too hot, man. (laughs) Uh, That's unfortunate, I suppose. Yeah, I mean. name that, Tex. What's that? Odd name, that, Tex. Yeah, I thought so, too, but, you know, I mean, his parents are kind of weird, you know? I mean, I thought my parents were country, but his parents are real country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who was, uh, was, was, uh, were you and all the Buzzblades playing darts over at Wild Apples? I mean, a couple of us are. Some of the more, uh, some of the more spunky ones that, that like to like to party. We we were kind of t- I said we tied one on over there at Wild Apples. I think we saw your buddy, one of the guys who came in there. He was talking to uh, the the host there, having a good old time. I kind of feel bad I didn't go say hello to him, but by that time I was like four sheets to the wind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, yeah, maybe the right decision. Uh, but we'll we'll have time. I, you know, I can introduce you to the whole crew. I mean, that'd be great, man. I mean, I know I'm a buzzblade and everything, but I'm just a regular person, and and I trust me, I know who y'all are. I, I've been hearing about the APA, and, and I'm, I'm I've been going to the pools of paradise for as long as I've been uh, you know old enough to go, and uh, so so I mean, I'm I'm kind of fans of y'all's too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, the the, the feelings mutual, I suppose. I fucking uh, love this. 
nice to nice to meet you. Uh, and I'm, you know, he's gonna keep jogging, you know, kind of alongside with him, maybe, you know, just shooting the shit with him. Yeah, y'all bit. just kind of carry on for for yeah. a while, you know. And he, he's and, like super amiable, you know, and like easy conversationalist, and 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 manages to get through it with without saying anything, you know, like off putting or anything like that. Sure. You know? Yeah. So ultimately, my plan is to jog for a, a bit and then uh, head over to the gym, like real briefly, like a quick, like twenty minute, you know, pop around to like five machines real quick just to get a quick workout, and then go to the Burning Glades sauna. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, are you gonna let him know that that's where you're going? Yeah, we yeah. we would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like, yeah, man, I, I I'm I'm all about going to the Burning Glades. In fact, I think uh, old Corin is there kind of soaking his old ass bones you know what i'm saying i mean he i i, I think he has plans he's kind of looking around. i think he has plans to like he don't want to quit he told me he don't want to quit i don't want to quit either because he taught me everything i knew about playing playing brutaris you know what i'm saying and so he's soaking because i think he has plans to, to get hooked up oh nice well I, I hope he doesn't retire he's no offense to you you're quite good He's uh, my favorite player. Oh, no, man. Look, I, I'm, I'm new, man. I don't expect to be anybody's favorite player. It's fine. It's cool. You know, one day I'll be somebody's favorite player, but that day isn't today, and I'm okay with it. Oh, I'm sure you're someone's favorite. Well, I'm Sally's favorite, but that's neither here nor there. I'm sure your cousin Tex as well. Well, we don't talk that much no more. I really don't know what he's up to at this point. <laughs> Well, yeah, so we just carry on for a while, go get hit a quick cycle at the gym and go to the sauna. Yeah, and so you go there and you do indeed see Corrin kind of soaking in a a jacuzzi within a sauna. You know, um, he kind of nods to to Beryl and Beryl kind of looks at him and says, well, maybe he might. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? He kind of looks like he wants to just chill. Yeah, we we can leave him be. Like I said, we've we've got time. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm, well, I'll tell you what. You said that he's your favorite. I know that he likes to do some some sparring. He does like boxing routines and shit. And so I bet oh. I bet I bet you can find him in, in the gym at some point. And now you're speaking my language. Yeah, that's right. They were telling me you were as a boxer at some point. I don't know anything about it, but I looking at you, I I could sure as hell see why that you could be. Yeah, I was for quite some time. You're a big old lizard, ain't you? <laughs> That's what they tell there me. There it is. <laughs> uh, all right, and so I made a friend. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, did I, did I miss anybody with their day? I mean, Zach, I will say that those same two androids are in Azure Sky while you're there. Now, I, I got the impression that you're not really interested in in interacting with them, but I just wanted to let you know that they were there, just in case. I mean, Orin will probably look up at some point from his from his novel and and just give him a nod or something like that. But he's not like going out of his way to go talk to her. So, so the one that's like all black mm-hmm. um, doesn't really acknowledge you. However, the one with the blue filament hair kind of, you know, not like hey, you know, a little. I don't want to say over eagerly, but almost like doing it. For the both of them, like greeting you for the both of them, but doesn't make any effort to like call you over or like engage with you. She just acknowledges your your kind of friendly gesture, and she she seems to be trying to respond for both of them in a friendly way. 
like I said, he just nods and goes back to his novel, you know. Yeah, imagine you're probably keeping your eye on the uh, asteroids out there, too. Yeah, it's definitely something that's that's on his mind, yeah. you know. Um, he, he's, he's, he's aware yeah. of the situation. Okay, um, so, I mean, at this... The, at this point, it's like time to get ready for the gala, right? Is there anything else anybody wants to do on this day before the gala? Feel like pretty good? Nah, I mean, I'd try to get back. And, yeah, everybody. You know, pretty pretty early, early compared to like when the gala is because I'm under the impression that Emily's going to take over getting me spruced up. Well, she's you and Oren and... Fell. Right. Yeah, I fell all over. <laughs> you know, she probably sent out a message. I, I need you at, uh, at the rooms at like 3.30, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what would prompt Oren to like close his book and get up. And he'll, he'll kind of nod again to the android on his way out as he heads back to the room to uh, um, change. She nods and she actually sends you a friend request. Or doesn't for, even check for his both phone. of them. Okay, so you don't even check. Yeah, yeah, right, he doesn't check. Right. He'll get it later. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll get yeah, it later for sure, for sure. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so everybody kind of gets back to their suite, uh, and I, I assume that Kuiper is kind of doing the same on his own, going to get ready for the gala. Oh, he's and, just go ahead. It, go ahead, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say no, no. He's gonna stay at the at the spa till till it's time for the gala. Okay, good to know. Um, and then, so I'm very interested to hear how Ziva dresses her crew. Tell me what it is that you dress for. What, what did you choose for these men to, to go that are not typical gala folk? Um, so we'll start with Oren, uh, because he, I think is probably the most, uh, nervous. Uh, but his is probably, it's the most simple, but it's honestly, I think, the one that has the most, that means the most to um, Ziva. So, she knows. I thought you were going to say the one that has the most drip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the truth. So, she knows that Oren is a very, uh, you know, he, he doesn't like to draw a whole lot of attention to himself necessarily. Uh, so she, she kept his preferences in mind with this. So she went very simplistic, very classic, and it is just a very trim black suit, just like a two button, uh, jacket. Uh, but the only thing that's really different is the shirt underneath is kind of a, slate gray and it has a black cravat mm. with an amethyst stick pin nice mm. looking so sharp do I, get a, do I get a vest of I course like yes i'm so sorry yeah. yes of course the vest <laughs> and, a, and a pocket watch obviously i mean that's oh I, i'm sorry it. i'm assuming these things are a given <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but yeah no overly aggressive uh patterns or anything like that it's all very very simple but very posh it's very elegant she didn't want to necessarily overwhelm him but she did want to bring out his eyes so thus the um amethyst stick pin. stick pins mm -hmm. and and for Oren's part he'll pull his hair back and tie it up you know to uh trim his beard a little to, bit 
Well, he keeps the beard trim. He's, cool, he's, cool. He's, keeping he's, it, keeping keeps it nice the beard and, trim these days. Nice tight, mm. yeah. But yeah, he's, as, he's the Victoria Beckham of our Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's super posh. Um, but yeah, as he comes out, she would kind of like straighten his cravat a little bit and like, uh, you know, check his everything. And she's just like beaming. She's so happy right now. She's like, Oren, you look absolutely fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for agreeing to this. It's It means a lot to me. You sure I don't look dumb, Captain? I've, it's a, it's a little tight. I can't can't kind of swing around in this thing just in case the, well, you the can, shit goes down. You can always take your jacket off. It is fine. The vest that is underneath is perfectly acceptable. Um, and as the night goes on, you get a little hot. You take the jacket off. It's fine. Uh, but for now, just for the the entrance, please keep it on, and just know that I would never put you anything that looks silly or dumb. And you look. Scrumptious, okay? <laughs> All right, Captain. I, I trust you. <gasps> Thank you, Warren. I mean, roll a perception check as you look in the mirror. Okay. It's pretty good. An 18 on the die plus 16. Yeah, so. I mean, you catch yourself in the mirror, dude, and despite any any protest that you have in your forebrain, you see yourself and you're like, you see, you see a version of yourself that Evelyn fall, fell in love with. You know what I mean? You see, you see that you emerging back again, you know, as, as some of the years of, of pain or whatever are stripped away by, by you just feeling confident in how you look because you don't look silly and you look very, yeah. very serious. No, no, no. I, 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 I know for a fact, Zach knows that Oren looks <laughs> sharp as fuck mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't so let anybody Oren else knows see it. That you look yeah. sharp as fuck. Yeah. Right all right. He doesn't let anybody see it, but he like winks at himself in the mirror. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm so happy. I love it. All right, next. Okay, sorry. Um, so next up, we've got uh, Fell. So Fell, she knows because he has like the skin uh, chameleon kind of type thing. Uh, she wanted to kind of lean into that. Um, so for Fell, again, all of her guys, she had her tailor do all of these suits. Like they are specific. They are cut to their bodies. Um, so it is actually a navy blue, uh, paisley suit. And it's. I love the paisley. Yes. Yeah. So like it's kind of, you know, reminiscent of your, your face vibes. And she asks you, she says, if you could let me be, do something a little bit different so that the patterns don't contrast so much, but that there is also not so like matchy tacky, you know, we want a little bit of contrast, but not so much. And she's saying your skin, like change your pattern up a little bit. Fell goes plaid. Oh, geez. sweet Jesus. God. Oh like, no. Like this? We've gone plaid. We've gone plaid. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so something like this and like Fell looks at his hands and looks at the, the sleeves and is like, oh God, no. no that's Yeah, that's yeah roll a constitution check to see if you vomit. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is maybe it's like something a little more subtle, you know, very subtle. Oh shit! I don't um, know. Pull something up on on your on your data pad and like show me. Yeah, I can and mimic she it. would. She'd pull up like essentially kind of like very uh, minimalistic kind of lines almost. So it's kind of like straight against the swirls and uh, movement of the paisley pattern. But the thing that you probably enjoy the most is you do not have a tie. You, in fact 
have uh, a shirt, a navy blue shirt that almost matches the the color exactly, but it is not paisley. But the shirt is unbuttoned down to um, just to the sternum bone so that you can still be a little bit naked. But it because it's so like perfectly fitted, uh, it doesn't look tacky. It just looks very scrumptious. You look like a snack. It's great. <laughs> He's like thirteen five at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He is super, super tall and super, super jazzy looking. So, yeah. And she says, ah, there we go. It's perfect. Take a look. What do you think? Yeah, do I need perception as well? Or because um, I mean, if you want to look at yourself in the mirror, go ahead. Yeah, man. I'm going to look at myself in the mirror. Ooh, that's a two on the die. That's not so yeah. great. You are hideous. So 14. All right. So you're looking at yourself and it's just so foreign to you that. It's it's not that you don't like recognize that there's a, a significant upgrade to to your general look, but you just don't have a grasp of like fashion a, a, at all in this instance, you know. So it's just kind of like, okay, I guess I trust I trust you, Ziva, because like t- you're just so used to your mechanic gear or not wearing clothes at all. You know what I mm-hmm. mean, like. Well, Emily, next time I go to buy a suit, you're coming with me. Okay. <laughs> that being Here's said, some- everybody else notices him and he looks, you know, chef's kiss. You know, <laughs> chef's kiss. Uh, all right. And that leaves Mike. Okay. So Mike, because. Mike, Mike's already ready. He's wearing a tracksuit that looks like a tuxedo. I call it the tracksedo. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think you're going to need to roll a diplomacy check against your envoy to see if you're going to get away with that. You're, don't even roll because you're not. Uh, <laughs> do you actually come Ziva in with say that? when he comes out in that? <clears throat> no, I think uh, in my mind, my head cannon after his like spa thing, he probably like checked out a couple of shops and bought it to like fuck with you. Oh god, okay. Um, and she would, she would kind of like give you the quick up down. She's trying to like. <laughs> school her face and she's like and she just gives up she's like uh mikhail take that off immediately and um <laughs> uh, we will and need he to does burn it because it's tear away <laughs> oh my <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> well of oh, course man. it is ziva literally clutches her chest like it just pains her so much that that garment exists um <laughs> <laughs> she says okay well I, i'm so glad that there was money actually invested into that um Nevertheless, I like to party. You like to push my <laughs> buttons. Is what you do. Um, but you know, she says that is terrible. But this is fabulous. And uh, because she knows that you guys are going um, as like a date, like that you're going together, um, she's kind of dressed you to sort of match her ensemble. I mean, full on match. Let's do it. Uh, so she pulls we going to out, prom, BB. Yeah, BB. She pulls out a charcoal gray pinstripe suit. Yes. And Gangster. Three button? It is uh, actually two button because she knows that you guys are going to be dancing and she's like, wants you to be able to, you know, be able to move. A she lot wants of you thought to be able went to pop into out of this. That jacket, exactly. Like. Yes. Um, but it is uh, that uh, charcoal gray pinstripe suit and then a lighter color gray uh, shirt. There's no tie, but there are uh, gold, um, 
oh my goodness, what is the thing called? Cufflinks. Cufflinks, thank you. Gold cufflinks, as well as a matching gold APA, like lapel pin kind of type thing that she got Mm -hmm. for you. And then there is a, like a burnt orange pocket square. So that it kind of is reminiscent of your armor. So she kind of kept that in mind. Um, And And gold ass aviators. Yes. Yes. I'll allow it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's roll a perception check for you, Heath. Ooh. It's not good. (laughs) What'd you get? Four. Four total. Total? You think you're the the hottest shit that has ever existed in the entire world. <laughs> I mean, that's objectively true. I failed. Right, what right. else Your is perception, new, right? Your perception like, check's hey. wrong, right? Right. So so there you go. Uh you 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 think you are titty mic to the tits, you know what I mean? Like Oh god. I, I would never. Yeah, but you rolled a four, but you, but you rolled a four on your perception check, so you do. Um <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. All of you look great, but Emily Tell me what Ziva's piece de resistance is. So Ziva's dress is so pretty. So she went with, again, kind of matchy match with Mike. Uh, it is a very light gray, like a little bit lighter than the shade of his shirt. Uh, the dress itself is kind of a, uh, it's sleeveless. Mm-hmm. And it does sort of like a sweetheart neckline, anybody who's aware of that. Uh, but it is a plunging neckline. So it goes all the way almost down, damn near to a navel. Um, and the dress itself is very sheer, the sheer gray. And then all throughout the dress, there are tiny, you're not super sure if they're actually diamonds or if they're some kind of like, uh, quartz type material. Uh, but the dress is sort of inlaid with thousands of shimmering gems as well as gold threading so that the gold cufflinks against, um, Mike are kind of like reminiscent in her dress. And then she's wearing gold jewelry as well that's long. Uh, and the dress is, uh, very long, kind of trails behind her about a foot and a half. Uh, but it's split up the front of both legs so there's essentially like three pieces of the dress there's like a a bit in the front and then there's the bits on the side that go around to the back so it's very flowy and very ethereal and it's gonna be great for dancing and a burnt orange thong so we really match obviously i mean i thought that was to be unspoken but uh yeah let's speak it yeah you keep making those assumptions <laughs> um i want to know every detail i want you to roll a perception check emily Okay, okay. Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, so twelve was a thirteen, so twenty-five. Yeah, that's that's good enough. You look at your crew, and are beaming with pride. I mean, you guys look sharp as fuck. You're representing APA very well. The pools of paradise very well. You guys look like. Fly as hell, smooth as hell, scrumptious, to use Emily's word. (laughs) You guys look amazing. And Emily, I'm going to give you the very, very, very rare fourth inspiration in your card pool. Because that was a lot of good work there. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. It's a rare. Rare occasion. It's a rare occasion. (laughs) Oh, shit. 
I got a Dawnspiration from Dawn, uh, Colorado Springs. Um, that's the Dawn from the Hex Grid Heroes. Yes, indeed. So, so we're matching even more. Yeah, basically. My, my last one was a Dawnspiration. There, see? Uh, and the message is, take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. No power in the verse can stop you with this bit of inspiration. Nice. I fucking love it so much. Mm. I wonder where that could be from. I don't know. Mm. It sounds familiar. Some great inspirations tonight, though, for real. Killing it. I feel so excited. Nothing could bring us down after this. I feel like a leaf on the wind. Don't, don't, don't Sorry. say shit. Oh. Don't say. Nailed it. Oh my gosh. Too Thanks. soon. Thanks. Okay. It's always too soon. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you guys are dressed up, ready to go, ready to make the, the true impression of the Apollo Protection Agency here at New Elysium. So, you arrive at the gala. Three double doors open into a long hall decked out for a classy party. Opposite the doors is a stage raised from the main floor by several steps, where a holographic chamber orchestra with a dozen members plays softly. The floor before the stage is open. To the right and left sides of the room are dining tables near sideboards, each set with a lavish buffet, beverage fountains, and ice sculptures depicting sleek animals from various worlds. There is a bar next to each buffet. Well-dressed guests eat drink and mingle and a few couples dance in the open space near the stage welcome to the gala ladies and gents Kuiper I want you to tell me about your entrance to the gala okay so Kuiper um, actually is arriving a little fashionably late Um, but he hears an alarm go off saying it's time for the gala and, like, right as he finishes his manicure over at the spa. So, as he's walking to where the gala is, gives the Titan's Rest five stars. And as on the he reaches, app? Yeah, on the nice. app. Yeah. Nice. And he reaches the door. And as he reaches the door to the gala, he just snaps his fingers. And you see the fabric slowly shift into an ensemble fit for a gala. A jacket of black cashmere with floral gold thread embellishments growing from the hip up to below the heart. Matching slacks, open collar, soft white dress shirt, and oxfords. Look sharp. And as he's walking through, uh, first thing he's probably going to go ahead and do is just uh, grab a wine glass from whatever serve, uh, servant is nearby. John, is your freezer broken? Because all I can hear is drip. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit the horn for yourself. Yes, yeah, hit that. Hit the horn, hit the horn for yourself. one? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Ooh, drip. <laughs> <laughs> Emily. I know. Girl, you need to get right. I'm trying, Lord. I'm trying. Oh, wow. Are you giggling? Because Drip could, like, at the yeah. loosest yeah. 
connotation yes. maybe That's exactly kind of bisexual? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yes. The rest, so you guys arrive here at this beautiful gala. You see all the guests of New Elysium here, all, you know, the, the six buzz blades. You see Indigo 13, you see Romy, the two androids, you see Voralin, you see Yazaloya, as I said, with the, with the buzz blades. You see a couple faces you haven't seen before. You see Tok, you see Kathessa, and everybody just looks dressed to the nines, but y'all are looking like the tops. Of, uh, you are definitely the top dressed crew here. And then Kuiper walks in, and this motherfucker is like, what? You know, like, I would think that Ziva definitely would turn her head at Kuiper as he walked in, because he's, he's coming in, like, with all the swank. This cat come in wearing cashmere? Fuck yes, she is going to give him uh, the up down. <laughs> it's like a charcuterie board in this thing. Just, just <laughs> snacks just all snacks. over the <laughs> So many seeds, all the snacks. I know, I feel, like, I feel like we're making Alex and Bear's night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I mean, there's like basically 30 minutes that kind of happen. Uh, I don't know if there's, you know, you guys have kind of done some role play already. Let's just say that you guys are chatting with the various guests. I just kind of want to know who you might be talking to. We don't have to actually role play it out, but who are your characters talking to? Fel, who, who are you talking to? Fel spots a female Verthani across the room. Mm-hmm. And is too shy to go say anything. <laughs> but you're just kind of like, just, just like, kind of like, your attention's on her. Trying to, like, like he notices that she's there, but trying not to be creepy about it. Uh-huh. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> Fucking killing it. Yeah, Love damn. it. Yeah, dude. But yeah, even even as, as fresh and clean as he feels, he's he's just like, hasn't spoken to a non-cuddlefish in a while, as far as, uh, you know, that type of thing's concerned. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, that's that. He's got his eye like eye on her, but it's more or less just kind of like trying to follow suit with the group because he feels extremely out of place. Heath, what's who's Mike talking to? I think uh, <clears throat> uh, very shortly after getting there, he would look for. I mean, do they have like employees running around like giving? No, it's actually drones. Drones. It's all, it's all drones. Okay. Um, I want to find a way to go about getting him a really nice cigar. You know. Um, um, all you need to do is use your app. Yeah, sure. So he <laughs> like walks in, takes his shades off. Rocky, find me a stogie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like shortly, shortly after, a little orb floats up to you, and like a drawer kind of spills out, and you see a selection of like six different very high quality cigars. Yeah, and he would take two and then try to uh, locate his new friend Barrel Door. Yeah, Barrel's over already at the buffet, like filling up a plate of shrimp, and like he's got like a Coors Light in his hand, and he's he's having a good old time. You know, he's wearing cool. he's wearing a suit. He looks good. You know, I mean, it's kind of a little basic, but he looks he looks good. And in and as soon as he sees you, yeah, he's like, "Hey, man, come on over here. They got free shrimp." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Barrador so much already. But yeah, I would go and I'm not going to RP much with him, but I wanted to like, you know, shoot the shit with him, tell him it was nice to meet him and give him one of the cigars like as a, you know, thank you for hanging out with me 
Nice. Yeah, he, he definitely is like about it. Smoke a cigar with you. You guys are kind of hanging out. What about Ziva? Uh, so Ziva would she want to talk to two different people for sure. As she comes in, you know, she'd throw Philip a wave, like a polite, like, hey, hello. Um, but she would kind of uh, want to touch base with, uh, I'm sorry, is it Romy or Rami? Rami. Rami. Yep. Um, so yeah, she would kind of just sort of make her way over and when it was uh, easy to do so, would kind of like introduce herself and be like, oh, I noticed you at the um, Azura Sky at your Rami. Yes, I believe I've seen you uh, before in a, well, a few different articles. Like, trying to impress upon her that she's like, I know who you are. You're a cool kid. Uh, she says, yes, uh, that sounds accurate. I think that she would have seen me in those. It is a pleasure to meet you, Ziva. Uh, I know of you. I think that perhaps at one point you were considering my services for the Pools of Paradise. I regret that we were not able to attain that bid, but perhaps good service in the future. Yes. Absolutely. The future is a bright horizon of possibilities. Um, And Indigo kind of like cuts in and she says, uh, hold on. Rude. She just says, hold on. (laughs) I was like, Uh, all right, go on. She she comes in. I'm going to let you finish, but hang on. (laughs) I'm going to let you finish, but oh. No, she comes up and she says, "Uh, no, of of course, Madam Ziva, we know who you are. It is a real pleasure to meet you. And and yes, we would be most gracious to maybe open up discussions of further partnerships. I'm so glad that you are here and most curious of your opinions of this facility. Yes, uh, so far everything seems quite nice. We did have a little bit of a rocky start getting here, but that is the diaspora for you, I suppose. And she would yes, kind of uh, play. She's like, yes, you never know what you'll find out here. Uh, you guys, you all did very wonderful, and both Rami and myself are, are most impressed with, with your entrance here. Um, please, take our card. And she pulls out a card and hands it to you. And it's it's Rami's card, but she hands it to you. Mm-hmm. She's kind of She's like, like her <laughs> PR person I'm getting, because Rami seems a little... I mean, you can roll a sense motive if you okay. would like. I would. I would so love that to do. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, so that's going to be... Uh, with my expertise die, that's a natural 20. Um, wow. So that's going to be uh, 27 on the die plus 13. Holy shit. So. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's like 40. 40. Think, that's a yeah. 40, I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Racking so, them up tonight. So you can certainly suss out that she's kind of the personal attendant of, mm-hmm. of Romy and that she's. What you sense from her is that she's often having to correct for Rami's kind of distant nature mm-hmm. because you can tell that she's fiercely loyal to Rami and that she believes that Rami has a lot of good things to say, but her interpersonal skills are not important mm-hmm. to Rami. And so she kind of serves as the, as the translator for both of them in that gotcha. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent role. Okay. Baller. Uh, what about Kuiper? Who's he talking to? 
So Kuiper is uh, just getting a quick uh, kind of looking around at everybody um, around here, just kind of like digging the scene, so to speak, seeing where the uh, the high points and low points are as far as what conversations are going, which one's dry and which one seems to be a little bit more interesting. And he's just uh, kind of mingling in between like different, uh, different uh, little spheres, different conversations, but he ends up uh, catching the eye of uh, uh, Vorlin, and he decides to kind of make his presence known over there with her. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess he's just gonna, I mean, like, do you want to RP it, or do you... Well, so, so is we... your intent to, like, you know, ask her to dance, or is your intent just to talk to her? Just, like, what is your goal? Uh, yeah, to ask to dance, actually. All right, so let's let's get a diplomacy check. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, no. Oh, boy. It's a one. Okay. Oh, no. It's a one. You roll That's a the- one. I need, yeah. you to, I need you to roll a, a perception check, please. All right, 14 on the die. Uh, so that is a 27. 27. So as you're like trying to talk to her, things are going well. You know, you're, you're, you're talking smoothly and confidently. Uh, uh, I mean, you're uh, Kuiper or Vargas, you know, like, you know how to talk. And, but as you're talking to her, you start to see something moving in her hair. And... Like, it starts to distract you from your speech, and you start, like, kind of stumbling over your words. And you start to see her hair just kind of moving, like there's tons of things crawling in it, you know? And you're not, you're trying not to say anything because you're trying to be cool or whatever. But all of a sudden, you see some pincers start to, like, pierce through the locks of her hair. And another, another set of arms pierce through her hair. Oh, my God. And then you see this mandibles... <laughs> And you hear that very all too familiar sound of swarm component chitter. And what looks like tiny miniature, like barely hatched swarm face huggers start to crawl out from her hair, like lice exploding from her head. And you were just like sitting there looking like, what the, what the, what the fuck roll of wisdom say? Oh my God. That's such a creepy intro oh my God. for Fel's next girlfriend. <laughs> all right right. you said a wisdom yeah i will Uh, sorry i said yeah will okay yeah so let's see that is an 18 okay she says to you why are you looking at me so strangely um i'm i'm sorry um i must go and he and she, yeah and, and she just kind of left a little flabbergasted as you turn heel yep. about that time some drones start swarm swarming around not swarming that's kind of probably an appropriate word to use right now but yeah. start start moving into the ballroom and they all have platters on them with what looks like flutes of champagne so you get the sense that there is an upcoming toast as 
like these flutes of champagne are being passed out among all of the guests at the gala. And as once everybody kind of has their guests, the lights dim and some light comes up on the stage and the holographic orchestra kind of fades. And Philip takes the stage with Dr. Loman, both carrying their own flutes. And, and Philip is actually kind of finishing up the last bite of some crudite as he walks onto the stage. Once he finishes chewing, he kind of steps up to the front of the, of the stage and taps his throat twice. And you hear him in an amplified voice. Dear guest, as most of you know, my name is Philip Kalsner, and I am your host here at New Elysium. He gestures towards his companion on the stage, and he says, This is Dr. Sidrani Lohman, who manages our spa and medical facilities. She is my counterpart in making sure everything's just right for you. Dr. Lohman? Raising her voice, also tapping her throat twice, she addresses the guests. We're happy to have all of you with us. We know you love your stay, and we'll hope you'll tell everyone you know just how much you enjoy it. This celebration is just the beginning. And both Philip and Dr. Lohman raise their glasses. Here's to a blissful stay in New Elysium, says Philip. Please enjoy the rest of your evening. And after the toast, Dr. Lohman and Philip leave the stage, and the holographic orchestra resumes. Now everybody's kind of mingling, and as you guys are hanging out, I think maybe you guys come back together at some point as a group, touch base with each other, and while you're all grouped up, um, and we'll say that, Kuiper, you're kind of decided to go over and talk to your new friends a little bit, or at least hang out with them, because you're feeling a little like, what the fuck uh, happened back there? That's and the fair. buzz... The Buzzblades come up to your, your table, and they say, uh, Yazaloya says to you, All right, don't go anywhere. I'm about to give a speech. And <laughs> <laughs> she does, indeed. Get Jesus. Did, you, did you hear that, Ziva? She's going to give a speech. But Jesus, I think they heard it on the next asteroid over. Yeah, she goes up to the stage, and... She says, These PCs over here, they're the ones that saved us. <laughs> we are so thankful for them. And what we would like to do is express our thanks with more than just words. So, to the APA and to the Madam of the Pools of Paradise, I would like to present to each of you season tickets to the Absalom Buzzblades next season. Fuck yes! Bill <laughs> <laughs> kind of recoils at Mike's. Uh... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, are you are you not excited? I, I don't know anything about him, but that's cool, I guess. Corin kind of steps up to to the front and gently taps. Um, yeah, Zaloya on the shoulder and says, "Uh, let, let me let me handle it from here." Um. And he says, You're doing great. He says, yes, uh, I too would like to express my gratitude for all the help that we received upon our arrival here. It would have been a sad thing for me to 
play a winning season in my twilight years, only to die as I celebrated it. So, thank you very much. And um, with that, I would like to present some gifts to you. First, I would like to present my illuminating merciful rack devastation blade that I've used for 11 seasons and is engraved with all the names of the buzz blades of this Holy resort. Shit. The uh when he holds it out and it's this long blade that kind of glows with purple and white light, the buzz blades team colors. Um and and he presents it to to the group. I take it. That's a Ziva <laughs> weapon. That's a Ziva <laughs> weapon. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to wield it, but like Mike's just excited and says, "Oh, thank you so much!" Like, and just assumes he, you know, he's I mean, got no awareness. In, if it's engraved, you know, like obviously that it makes this sense co- that it would go well, to Mike. This, this is a collector's item. Yes, of course. Yes, 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 yes. beautiful. Thank fa- you. Look, fa- thank you so much. Um. So then, Verle steps up. She says, "Yes, yes, I too would like to." Thank our new friends for the help. Um, I suppose I should give something too. And so I feel I needed a new suit anyway. Uh, you can take my Brutaris armor. It is Lushunta Ringwear 3. Uh, it was used this most recent season. And if you've been paying attention, I put jump jets in it this season. So there's that. Yes, you can have it. Thank, thank you. And she kind of curtly hands it out to whoever will take it. Yeah, I guess Fell grabs it. Is that light armor? I believe so, yeah. It is heavy armor. Is Ring- it? Lashunta Ringwear? Lashunta Ringwear? Lashunta Ringwear 3 is heavy armor. Yep, it sure is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so so Fell just kind of takes 12, 14 it for the, the group. AC bonuses. Yep. Mm, that's pretty serious. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good set of armor. Um, and it also, you know, has... Special value for it being the winning armor for her season. And then the rest of the Buzzblades each continue to offer up gifts. Uh, Among them is a fusion seal, a merciful fusion... I'm sorry, a called fusion seal. Oh. Ooh. A merciful fusion seal. So what that does is like makes a lethal weapon lethal non-lethal. Weapon, non-lethal. So yeah. in Buzzblade uh, or in Brutaris, that's what they do. So they mm-hmm. use like full-on weapons, but they all have to have the merciful fusion seal on them so that it's non-lethal. Yeah. And then two illuminating fusion seals that will light up purple and white. Cool. Man, I'll be honest with you guys. Just uh, a little bit, a little bit of gaming out of character here. I want that called fusion real bad. Throw that on my rifle. Go to town, man. That's cool. With me, and my fists are always equipped. Yeah, Ziva already <laughs> has called on both of her weapons, so yeah, that's pretty right. handy. So Oren can go ahead and take a called fusion. You want to put that on your sheet? Yeah. There is the merciful, merciful fusion, which I imagine you guys will probably just want to sell. Would be yep. my guess. Yep. Or, or you know, Ziva could send that back to the pools of paradise for you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I would do that. So you don't. I give myself inspiration. Okay. You pleasure someone to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all in the illusion, you know. You don't want to kill your clients. That's a and, bad day. And Heath, I imagine you might. <laughs> 
be down for illuminating fusion since you need some vision, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's cool. There And there's one more. Does anybody else need light? I mean, I, I know Oren can make light. I wouldn't mm. mind having it on Fel's wrench. All right. I mean, <laughs> what better way to work on something than to have a, li- yeah, a wrench there there that's fucking, Up, yeah. Updates, upgrade your wrench. Love it. I think that's good. It. Uh, Kuiper, you don't get shit because, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Hey man, to, whatever. It's good. Kajit it's good. And goes underappreciated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so throughout the night, you know, they they leave the stage and goes back to kind of the party atmosphere. And you know, if any of you want to interact with any of the NPCs, you can. But I also, as I said, I feel like we've kind of touched that. Um, what you do see is Dr. Loman hovers near Philip and the other resort staff. Uh, she dances with a man that you don't recognize, but is wearing New Elysium. Like, uh, he's wearing like a red suit. He, he is not wearing like a fancy suit. He's wearing like a uniform. Okay. You know, and it looks kind of militaristic in fashion. Okay. But it has the New Elysium logo kind of embroidered on it. Oh, like security, maybe. Yeah. So he dances a couple times with Dr. Loman. You see Dr. Uh, Avrin Phil, she kind of hugs to the wall. She kind of presents a wallflower type of situation. Uh, Romy, I'm sorry, Romy and Indigo 13 actually seem more ready to talk if anybody wants to talk to them, but you're you're noticing a very like concerted effort for them to be social. They <laughs> they come and greet you as a group, you know, as opposed to just kind of nodding their head from afar. Um, talk kind of avoids you guys, but you definitely see him working those mm. glasses. You know, as he moves throughout the room, you see him kind of like getting in places that are obviously to set up a shot, you know, type deal. Lomer and Verle are cutting a rug. Like on all the fast songs, on all the club songs or whatever, they're, they are getting it. They're getting down. Uh, and your boy Beryl just kind of hangs out at the buffet most of the night. Like he's not like gorging himself or whatever, but he's just kind of hanging out there, you know? Mm-hmm. He's grazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know one thing that Ziva and Mike would want to do. Uh, before the night gets too terribly much later, they would want to definitely like dance. Um, and she would kind of telepathically whisper, be like, let's, uh, let's give out a friend a show. And she'd kind of cut eyes over at talk. Mm-hmm. If he's going to be filming, let's give him something to his viewers will enjoy. Yes. Well, let's go talk to the DJ. We got to get something with some swing to it. Yeah. Of course. But yeah, she'd want to set up a, a wicked awesome ge- dance number. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get some uh, acrobatics checks. Okay, okay. Um, in the spirit of the first time we did this, can I roll my profession athlete instead? Sure. <laughs> uh, taking us way back to episode Take- 19 yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a big callback. Um, okay, I rolled an 18 with a plus 6, so 24. Okay. I'm going to use 
An inspiration. <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, I use an inspiration. Okay. And I rolled a seven plus nine. That's nineteen total. All right, I'm going to say that Mike actually steals the show here. Uh, <laughs> you know, like Ziva, I think gets a little. I don't want to say nervous, but she gets a little in her head about representing the Pools of Paradise. And Mike just kind of locks eyes with her, nods at you like, I, I got you. And like, y'all do like the tango on this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, I want you to picture Mike and Ziva doing like straight up True Lies style. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Like yes. the most, most sensual, passionate Yeah, just like dance. hitting it. Like, and like He's the, dipping her and like rubbing her face. the rest of the people stop dancing and they like make a circle around Vaguely you, uncomfortable. Um, on the dip, if she's facing or in a way that she could, like she'd be looking back and at talk, like kind of upside down and wink into his camera. That's you what she would You just see her go, hey, yes. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. He's trying to get back on them good graces a little bit. Just enough that he don't do shit. Yeah, and so everybody gives you a round of applause. The, the band even stops for a second to, like, tip their instruments at you. Excellent, excellent show. Um, and after that, as the night goes on, at some point, I think maybe while... Just as Indigo, 13, Romy, and Yazaloya are kind of, you guys are kind of all in the same area, just kind of casually talking. And this obvious security person comes up to you. He says, Excuse me, can I speak to you for a moment? Oh, no. Hey, man, I know my rights. Oh, I, <laughs> Who's he talking to? I'm sorry. It's kind of just the to you, uh, to y'all as a group, and including you, Kuiper. I mean, you already are, right? Ooh, I'll, savage! All right. Ziva would like put out her hand, and be like, ah, "It's a pleasure to meet you, my Ziva. Um, and who might you be?" I am security consultant Kane Zaffel. You can call me Mister Zaffel. I just, uh, I want you to understand something that. Security is. It is my duty here. You are the guest. I understand that Philip has invited you here as security consultants, but I'm here to tell you that we are highly trained and highly prepared for any such instance that might happen. And I wish that you had not interfered upon your arrival with an issue that we had in hand. <clears throat> so, Siva has uh, hit her two glass limit, <laughs> um, but she's just flushed enough be a little pissed at this guy yeah i think i think mike would be pissed too but he's letting you take the lead but maybe they're like arm in arm and he like squeezes your arm uh -huh. like this motherfucker yeah um and she she would kind of uh give you a, a quick little side eye and then look back and say uh, and it's zolfer is the, i'm sorry his name zaffle is kane zaffle zaffle yeah okay. uh mr zaffle i assure you we in no way 
wanted to interfere. But the issue was that... And she'd kind of lean in, because she's not trying to start shit with this guy, but he kind of started it. The issue was that your people were in fact not on the scene when we arrived. And had we not taken action... Perhaps this, and she'd kind of look around at the everybody here, would not be in such a full swing, yes? If half of your guests had been detained by pirates? At, at this, uh, Yazaloya kind of gets wind of what's going on. And she says, Listen, you, whoever you are, you weren't there and they were. Did you not just see us? Thank them for their heroics. What a fool you must think you are to walk up to these ladies and gentlemen and tell them that you had it in hand. You fucking idiot. And 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 Indigo 13 starts to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and at this point, Rami kind of interjects, kind of puts her hands up across both Indigo 13 and Yasloya and says, Mr. Zaffel, It seems to me that these folks did what any good folks would do. They had the means to protect other people that needed their help. They did that. They turned over the mission to you upon your arrival and escorted this ship back They did what you asked, and you have the nerve, as a employee of this resort, to come up here and tell them off. You will trust, and you will believe, that this will go in my report of my experience here at New Elysium. Um... And Kane just kind of sputters. I, I would. After she says that, Mike looks at Kane. <clears throat> and he says, "Friend, maybe you didn't do your research so good, but we're the Apollo Protection Agency, and we did the protecting here, not you." <laughs> he just squeezes he just, like, your arm. <laughs> you know, he just turns and, and walks away from you. Um. Rami just kind of looks at you and nods and then kind of walks away, pulling Indigo 13 kind of by the arm as they go and, and dance. Uh, Yazaloya looks at, at you at you all and nods very firmly and kind Fist of bump. clasp, clasp <laughs> her, her big claw on your shoulder, Mike. Just like, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, let's get back to drinking. <laughs> and like she, you know, she goes and joins the rest of the Buzzblades as they continue to take full advantage of the open bar. Yeah. I want to have a tag team wrestling match with Golkami so bad. <laughs> <laughs> After that encounter with Kane Zaffel, Fell is feeling a lot more pissed off than he wants to be. Takes a couple shots and walks up to the Verthani woman. And says, hey, I don't know you, but we should dance. She kind of looks at you. She leans back a little bit. She says, well, 
nobody else has asked me to dance, so yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> God damn it, Nate. Sorry, I have a gift. Uh-oh. I have a gift. <laughs> yeah, and you guys go out and cut a rug. Let me get a little bit of uh, acrobatics from you, my man. Can I get See a? How- can I use profession mechanic instead? No. <laughs> I think that would hurt yeah, you. I was going to say, woof. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's a, that's going to be a 15. Uh, she says to you, hold on. Doesn't look like you've been augmented with two left feet. <laughs> you got <gasps> jokes. I like that. <laughs> it's all right. I appreciate you asking me to dance. Nobody wanted to talk to me, and I don't know why. Yeah, well, I think it's these eyes. Do you ever run into that? Yeah, all the damn time. But uh, back to the feet. I mean, shit, these are put on by some fucking spider pirate. What? Yeah, Yeah, and I imagine, like, the rest of the night kind of goes with you talking augmentation. She's into augmentations, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that you have a pretty good good first impression. You know, obviously, with that role, it's not going to go much further than a... a, But she's a friendly person. Yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine Fel's a great dancer anyways, so... Right. Um, You know, lumbering 14 feet of... Berthani. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the last time he danced was with the uh, the little electric monkeys. What were they called? The Hobgars. Mm, the Hobgars. Hobgars. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. W- was there anything else anybody wanted to do before the end of the night? Uh, I mean, you know, just just a little more rabble rousing. I'd probably have a few a couple shots with uh, my boy uh, Barrel Door. Yeah, you know? yeah, he'd be about it. You know, he would. Um, okay, so it gets towards the end of the night, and you guys start kind of collecting your things. Oren, I think, is probably holding his jacket over the back of his shoulder. He's taking it off definitely by this point. <laughs> you know, probably Mike, too, with all the dancing that's going on. Kuiper, you're kind of moving out with them, too. And um, I need everybody to roll a perception check, please. 27 for Oren. That's a natural 20 for a 21 for Mike. Okay. Um, that is going to be a 24 for Ziva. 19 for Kuiper. So all of you who rolled above a 20, as you're walking out, out of the corner of your eye, as you kind of walk through the doorway and you, and you go back into the loop, and it's like kind of dark on the loop. It's lit with some really nice lighting, but it's not fully lit, and so there's shadows kind of cast. Um, and in those shadows... You see this bizarre, vaguely humanoid-shaped shadow moving in the hallway kind of as if it was hiding from the light. Just about 30 feet to your right. Oren will step up closer to it and activate the light on his moat and just, like, flashlight it. As soon as you spotlight, nothing there. It's just empty. It's just you just see the hall, the hallway. You see the, you know, the the very clean and nice pathway. And the shadows just seem to retreat from your from your moat and your light. All right. So Oren, you know, he kind of like just like took it upon himself to run up there, and he turns to the to the crew and says, "Y'all see that?" Yes. I did. Um, 
Ziva would cast, would close her eyes real quick and cast Detect Magic. You do Detect Magic. It worked. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I want to I wanna punch the magic. <laughs> I would like to roll to punch the magic. Um... Um, and she would say, Oren, there's, there's something, there is something, there is something, an inkling is, <laughs> an inkling, um, mm. sorry. It might actually be an inkling. Yeah, sorry, but she would kind of like keep her eyes sort of. Can you roll me a will save, please, Emily? Me? Oh. Mmm. Mm, yeah. Oh, no. It's a five on the die for a 13. Yeah, you are convinced that there's still something in the shadow beyond Orin's light. You can see an aura of, like, black, like, shimmering, like, anti-light just beyond his light. She would, like, back up into Orin. Like, she would touch him and be like, Orin, make it brighter. Make it brighter. There's something still there. There's something... Make it, make it brighter. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot that I can do to make it brighter. I need you to roll a will save, Warren. All right. I gotta, I gotta double check. I think I know my bonus. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, that's gonna be a thirteen. Oh no! You try to extend your light out further at your captain's request you try to step forward to get rid of the shadows but even even as you get in the corner the shadows seem to race up the corner and up the ceiling no matter which way you turn you can't seem to get rid of the shadows and just in the just in past your field of vision just to where it gets dark you can just sense something moving in the shadows Fucking told y'all something wasn't right about this place. Mike, I need you to roll a will save. Will save? Uh, for Kuiper and Fell's part, you were you were completely at a loss of what even is happening here. Like you didn't see any of that. You you just see Orin and Ziva, like frantically kind of running down the hall with the light extended trying to 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 look in every shadowed corner guys what the what are you doing what the fuck did i miss uh what'd you get mike on your will save uh 19 mike you're kind of caught up in this and then like you, you shake your head and and you you just see them chasing nothing you know what I mean? Like, you don't know what they're chasing, but whatever whatever was, like, that you saw in the corner of the eye, you're not seeing it anymore. <clears throat> yeah, I want to, like, stride over to Ziva and kind of gently, like, grab her by the arm and be like, Hey, we're kind of making a scene here. Mikhail, don't you see it? Don't you see it? It's right there. She would reach down and activate her hideaway limb and pull out her survival knife. Okay. Just like, she's not doing anything with it, but she's like really doesn't feel good about not being armed. 
Uh, I think Mike would like put, try to put his hand over your hand and like disguise it a little bit. But hey, cool it, cool it. You just pulled a knife at a party. Yeah, like so f- for the rest of you, for Fell and Mike at this point and Kuiper, you're seeing them like start to panic, like and, and act very erratically. Yeah, Fell's gonna walk up and guys, guys. Roll a diplomacy check. That's a natural one. Yeah, they're just they're they're not listening to you. Oren. Ziva. Roll a wheel save. I'm, my hands are sweating. <laughs> okay, I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. <laughs> uh yeah, Ziva got a twenty six. That's much better. 28. Uh, I think at this point, you start to hear your companions shouting, kind of trying to stop you, and like, all of a sudden, the light seems brighter, and the shadows seem to just drip away, and you almost feel extremely silly at this point, uh, embarrassed, because it, because you're looking, and there's nothing there. I mean, you look everywhere, you've looked, you looked in the corners, you looked in the shadows, I mean, and you turn around and you see Kuiper, you see Philip, you see Mike, and you, you see Fell just kind of looking at you guys a little wide-eyed like, what the fuck? I, this is why I set a limit on my beverages, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe tuck that knife away, love. Uh, of course, yes. And she would kind of like slide it into her dress and, I don't know, try and do something slick with it. Um, try and put it back into their hideaway limb so that it's not... Yeah, yeah. and I think that with this, the group kind of works their way back to their rooms. You know, like that's, that's kind of one of those, all right, this night's over type of situations you know like everybody yeah. got maybe a little, little too drunk everybody got mm-hmm. a little too a little too in their heads about shit you know I think that's the vibe that's being put out now yes sorry if we're doing that you know Ziva's gonna put on the front like oh you know ha 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 to little tipsy but she's on the way back gonna try and like make her way to Oren's side and is going to telepathically just kind of say that wasn't in my head I, 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 I know what I saw. You saw it too, right? Yeah, uh, Oren, uh, he, he, he nods back and he, he'll say out loud, Yeah, I did. Like I said, something ain't right. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. But now ain't the time, Captain. You're correct, you're right. And that's the end of day two, and we'll see ya. Got enough of the good shit for you, Zach? (laughs) This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. This is how we roll.